Episode 8, You Are Not a Grasshopper, You Are an Overcomer. You would be very surprised if you really knew how many times you say, I'm a grasshopper. When you say things like, I can't do that, I don't have enough education, I can't do this, I don't know the right people, I don't have enough money, all of these things where you speak limitation over yourself, what you're saying is, I'm a grasshopper. I'm telling you, we say it. I'm including myself because I have to correct myself all the time. We look at our lives and our futures with limitation when the fact is there's no limitation in the spirit. Now, you remember how this all started, the whole grasshopper deal, back when the spies were going in Canaan and uh, Moses said, go send them in to explore the land, which uh, God said, I am giving to the Israelites. Alrighty then, all of the things in this book, in the Bible, God said are yours. But we argue with him. We don't even realize we're doing it. When we say, I can't, uh, I won't, or maybe I'll try, or sort of. When God has called you to, th he calls us to things that are far greater than what we know and feel we're capable of doing because he's our partner. We need him. It's like all of this. I just started podcasting last month. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know how to do this. But I keep telling myself, okay, there's a learning curve. I can do this. Do I get challenged? Yes. Do I even get like have bouts of feeling down like I, I, I can't? Yes. But I pull myself back up. And I tell myself who I am and that God has called me to do this and he will make a way. And then I, I have people come alongside, help me uh, get the job accomplished. Okay, so God said, you can well take the land. He said, go in there and spy out the land. So uh, Moses sends in uh, the leaders uh, of the Israelites. They chose uh, so many guys to go in. They go into the land and there are giants. They are huge. Now, let me read exactly what it is. So when Moses sent them to explore Canaan, he said, this is Numbers 13, verse 17. He said, go up through the Negev and on into the hill country. See what the land is like, whether the people who live there are strong or weak, few or many. In other words, you survey things. And it's not, it's not like you're saying uh, you're, you're, not, you're living not in the reality. He says, go and see. Let, let's see what they're really like. What, what is there? When you look at what God has called you to do, you, you survey it. You look and see what is really there. You're not uh, living in an alternate reality uh, altogether, although sometimes I think I am. Okay. What kind of land do they live in? Is it good or bad? What kind of towns do they live in? Are they walled or unwalled or fortified? How is the soil? Is it fertile or poor? Are there trees on it or not? Do your best to bring back some of the fruit of the land. So they went up and they explored the land uh, from the desert of Zin as far as Rehob. Reading this. Um, and they went up and then when they 
they came back at the end of the 40 days, they returned from exploring the land and they came back and they said, the spies, all but two, said the, um, the land that you, where you sent us, it flows with milk and honey. Here is its fruit. They brought back some fruit. But the people who live there are powerful and the cities are fortified and very large. We even saw descendants of Anak there. The Amalekites lived there, the Hittites, the Jebusites, blah, blah, blah. And they say, we can't do it. Now, Caleb silenced the people before Moses and said, we should go up and take possession of the land for we can certainly do it. They say, no, no, we can't attack the people. They're stronger than we are. And, uh, and they began to spread a bad report. Your bad report will spread to the people around you. If, you have, if you're in charge or heading a business or a ministry team or even your household, if you start spreading a bad report, it will infect all of the people and they will start seeing things the way you see. You carry a lot of authority, more than you realize. So they say the land we explored devours those living in it. All the people we saw there are of great size. And then they said, we seemed like grasshoppers in our own eyes, and we looked the same to them. They were looking with worldly vision. And let me tell you something. When you look with worldly vision, it will always look like you can't do it. Why? Because God calls us to things, to do things, that are greater than we are. And how do we accomplish it? The greater one lives in us. So Joshua and Caleb, who were among those who had explored the land, they said to the whole, the whole group, the whole Israelite assembly, the land we passed through and explored is exceedingly good. If the Lord is pleased with us, he will lead us into this land, a land flowing with milk and honey, and will give it to us. Only do not rebel against the Lord. Do not be afraid of the people in the land, because we will swallow them up. Our protection their protection is gone, but the Lord is with us. Do not be afraid of them. You see, before they went into the land, God says, I'm giving it to you. It was a done deal. So everything in the word that is true, God said, this is already yours. Then you go out and you spy the land and you come back and say, uh, God, I, I can't do this. Are you kidding me? What we fail to realize so much of the time is our partner. And when you're not in agreement with heaven, in your mind and in your thoughts, you are in rebellion. That's why I teach so much on renewing the mind and lining your thoughts up with heaven. Now, this gets even better. Um... Then uh, the Lord said to Moses, how long will these people treat me with contempt? That's what happens when we are, when God said to do something or we can do something or we have something. One of the promises in the Bible, he says we're treating him with contempt. That is pretty strong. How long will they refuse to believe me in spite of all the miraculous signs I have performed among them? So, 
uh, let me flip the page because this this is so good. In verse chapter 14, verse 23, this is what God says will happen. God said, because my servant Caleb has a different spirit and follows me wholeheartedly, I will bring him into the land. But then the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, he said about the people, about the Israelites, about the, the, uh, the other spies, the 10 spies who said we can't do this and, and their thoughts changed the whole atmosphere of the camp. Your, what you say, the thoughts that you think and the things that you say will change the atmosphere around you. It will change the atmosphere in your workplace, the atmosphere in your home, the atmosphere inside of your whole, your physical body. So the Lord said, how long will this wicked community grumble against me? I have heard the complaints of these grumbling Israelites. So tell them, as surely as I live, declares the Lord, I will do to you the very things I heard you say. So what God is saying is, what you say is what will come upon you. That will be what you get. Those are, that is strong. Those are pretty strong words. So what we are doing is aligning our thoughts with heaven and declaring that we're not a grasshopper, but declaring that we're an overcomer. So I'm going to take you back to the book, The Real You, uh, Believing Your True Identity. And we're going to posture now as overcomers. And I'm going to speak these, this over you right now. So once again, close your eyes and just soak in that which is true about you. I am an overcomer because I believe Jesus is the Son of God. By the blood of the Lamb and by the word of my testimony, I overcome demonic assignments. Lord, your blood made a way for me to be an overcomer. I overcome by the confession of my mouth. That means I boldly declare who God is, who he says I am, and what he has done for me. I boldly declare God is faithful to me. I boldly declare God loves me outrageously. I boldly declare multitudes will come into the kingdom of God through my life. I boldly declare that with every trial, every hard place, every ache in my heart, he is with me, carrying me through it. I boldly declare I overcome the demonic realm. Through Christ, I am fearless. Death does not reign over me. Through Christ, I push back demonic powers and trample demonic forces. I throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. I run with perseverance the race marked out for me. I fix my eyes on Jesus, the author and finisher of my faith. He ran this race and I am training under him. I am an overcomer. I will be given the right to eat from the tree of life. I am an overcomer. 
I will receive hidden manna from the Lord. I will be given a white stone with a new name written on it. I am an, I am an overcomer, and I will be given authority over nations. I am an overcomer, and I will be given the crown of life. I am an overcomer, and my name will never be erased from the book of life. I am an overcomer, and I will be a pillar in the temple of my God. I am an overcomer, and I will be given the right to sit with Jesus on his throne. I am an overcomer. I have an eternal inheritance. I will receive all that he has. I will forever be a child of God. I am an overcomer. I am an overcomer. I am an overcomer. I'm not a grasshopper. I am an overcomer. Wow, that is so, it's just so encouraging and uplifting. Ah, okay, I want to give you a chance to receive Jesus into your heart that you can fully live as an overcomer in your life that your heart is healed and that you walk in the love of God and that God's love flows freely through you. So Jesus died on the cross for you, sacrificed his life for you to reconcile you with God. He was the perfect sacrifice. You know, in the Old Testament, there are all kinds of sacrifices, but Jesus was the perfect sacrifice to reconcile you to God. It took a blood sacrifice to do this for the forgiveness of your sins. So if you would like to receive Jesus, or if you have, if you once invited him in, but you've just, you got off track, you have lost your way, it's time to come back. He's wooing you and drawing you back. It's no accident that you would listen to this podcast and listen to who God says you are, that you're not a grasshopper, that you're an overcomer. And that you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. So close your eyes and say after me, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me for my sins. Thank you for dying on the cross. I believe in you and I love you. And I know you're going to help me to love you even more. I want your love flooding through me overflowing me. Teach me all about you. As I read the word, teach me who you are. I love you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, you guys, I, um, I'd i love to hear from you. You can email me at Linda Brightman, uh, lindabrightman at gmail.com. Go to my website, sign up for the um, uh, to receive free declarations and a free um, identity video in which I'll speak more uh, declarations. I'll make proclamations over you. I'll really, uh, what I'm doing is prophesying over you, words of life and, and encouragement of who you really are. So, uh, and if you have, if you can, leave me a a nice review, a good good one, please, because <laughs> I look at them, and uh, I will see you next time. Bye bye.